Hey, it's Rob Bell, and welcome back to the second half hour of this week's Business Spotlight. And today, uh, this afternoon, we have uh, Franco Federico in the studio. How are you doing, Franco? I'm great. How are you, Rob? Very, very good. Now, you are a, a prolific restaurateur in the Doylestown area. Uh, 22 restaurants yes, over, over the course of your uh, career in Pennsylvania. Is that correct? That is correct. That's a lot of restaurants. Sure is. <laughs> <laughs> Why so many? <laughs> eh, because whatever I saw an opportunity and I thought they needed me, I did. Okay, so uh, when you say opportunity, you mean like uh, you saw that they had a need for a certain type of for restaurant certain type in a certain area? And certain areas, and I jumped right on. Now, right now, you have two restaurants operating, right? Correct. Uh, and they're both in the Doylestown area? Uh, one is in the Montgomeryville area. Montgomeryville, okay. Been there for 25 years. Is that Ariana's? That's Ariana's. Okay, tell me a little bit about Ariana's. Well, Ariana's uh, was opened back in 93, the end of 93. Um, a friend of mine told me that there was nothing in the area as an Italian restaurant. And I saw the opportunity, and that's what I did. Mm-hmm. I opened that up, and was still there. It was still going strong. I mean, great reviews. The food is awesome. The portions. We have a big follower. Is this one of your originals, are those 22? It is one, one of the original, yes. <laughs> in 25, yeah, 25 years in the same location. Were you born in Italy? I was. Okay, so how old were you when you came over? I was just about 21. 21 years old, okay. Yes, I was. So you that young man uh, striking out to make his fortune? For sure. Uh-huh. And how, uh, you uh, uh, cooking was uh, in the blood? or No, I'm a chemist, Rob. I'm an industrial chemist as a profession. Um but obviously, I have backgrounds in the restaurants because, you know, going through school, what do you do? Restaurants will be the easiest job to do while you're in school. And that's how I obviously I must have really loved it because there's no other reason. So when you first started off, were you like a, a cook in a restaurant? Or? Um, I started pretty much, um, I want to say, as a pizza guy. Okay. And then I went on to open up my own places when, when I said that I could do it. <laughs> I started with a little pizza shop up in Trumbarisville. Trumberrysville. Trumber, huh? It's in Quakertown. Oh, okay. It's uh, right off the main path, I would say, and uh, it was a little old house, and I turned into a gold mine. I mean, I was there for about a year and a half or so. I sold it, and I just kept moving and growing, and that's exactly what I did. Wow. Yeah. And uh, does the chemistry background help with food? I would imagine so because I don't. Um, do you do anything strange with blow, blow torches or anything? <laughs> I like do, that? I do. Actually, I do. Um, you know, special people. Obviously, whenever we have banquets, so on and so forth. You know, that I'm able to uh, create a lot of dishes. Obviously, so yeah. Okay, that's what I did. Now, because being Italian and, and living in Italy until you were 21 years old, I'm sure that uh, the food has got to have a tr- heavy Italian influence. It does. It does. So, I mean, it's like going home to go to Ariana's. Pretty much. That's yeah. what everybody says. What are some of your more favored uh, dishes? Well, we have a lot of the seafood. I mean, obviously, I come from a coastal uh, town, so our seafood is... What part of Italy are you from? Calabria. Oh, beautiful. It's all in the south of Italy, the region, the less region, actually, in the motherland. Mm-hmm. So we have the mounds, and we have the, the oceans. Mm-hmm. So imagine the combination of foods that we create, mm-hmm. you know? So sometimes very simple, but incredible, mm-hmm. absolutely incredible. Do you find yourself importing a lot of things from Italy, or do you I try do. to use local uh, I ingredients? I try to use some of the local, but most the product that I need to use are like the plum tomatoes. Uh, I mean, Jersey, there are great tomatoes, 
but only a certain time of year. It's only a certain time of the year. Right. So. Right, right, Consistency right. is very important in a restaurant business. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know, you try to buy from uh, somebody who's known to bring good product to the table, you know, to your customers. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I know that uh, you were featured in the Philadelphia Inquirer by uh, longtime restaurant critic John Boole. Correct. And this is a while ago. This guy retired, but this That's, is back in the day, right? Yeah, back in the days, yes. And you, you were telling me before we started the show that uh, this was very important for, to, for helping you with your restaurant the business. Absolutely tremendous change in my life. You could not get a seat to save your life in my restaurant. At once he once he gave you a good review. Once he gave me the review, which you know was uh, news to us. Obviously, when you know all those people were coming in, and we we were wondering why all the sun, all those people were coming in. It's because of what he wrote. Now wait a minute. Did he did he sneak in and just you know order like uh, he just, any other customer? He you, did, you had no idea. Customer, no idea. He, no idea who he, he was. You didn't know until hit the paper. Correct. The, the following day, which was on uh, Sunday, paper came out. Wow, that's pretty exciting, and that probably helped. Because if you knew that you had someone that powerful in the restaurant, correct, you know what I mean. You might like flip out and flip do, do, you know, do something, burn something, or I don't know. We did our own thing, <laughs> like we would do for any other customers, and that's exactly what happened. That must have been pretty exciting for you. I uh, I used to have another gentleman that used to write for me, uh, Frank D. Quatrone, because he wrote for a lot of newspaper in the Montgomery County, Bucks County, and whenever he had a chance to feature any restaurants. I mean, he will pick me because obviously he knows what kind of food I serve and the community, how much they're appreciating me to be there. Mm-hmm. I mean, no matter what I go, I'm always recognized. I mean, there's no doubt I'm out of my mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, uh, I understand. And uh, is Ariana's a BYOB? It is a BYOB. So that's always a, I mean, Plus. it's great to have a good wine list, but it's also a little bit less expensive if you can bring the wine. A lot less expensive. For, for customers, a, right? A lot less expensive. And people love to bring their own bottle of wine. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sir, you know, we provide their glasses, we open up their wine, we have ice buckets. Mm-hmm. I mean, try to make them feel at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, uh, do you take reservations? We do. Okay. Do you want to give out the information on that? The information, it's, uh, the yeah. phone number at the restaurant is 215 I would suggest that you make a reservation special for the weekends. Even so, we have a large restaurant. We accommodate about 220 people. Wow. That's like seating. a banquet-sized restaurant. one seating. Um, extremely large kitchen, but usually on the weekends, it's pretty, uh, pretty busy. Mm-hmm. So, now, how, how does it work behind the scenes? Do you uh, basically, are you like overseeing things? I oversee. Or are you actually, uh, I oversee on one of them, and I work at the others, So because I still have other locations. Right. So I tried to split myself between them. Mm-hmm. And what's the address for Ariana's? 981 North Wales Road, okay. North Wales, PA. I am inside of the Pep Boys Shopping Center, the only Pep Boys in Montgomeryville that we have. And I'm right inside of that shopping center. So I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with this uh, shopping center. Correct. It's uh, been there for a long time. So You also own the Fountainside Seafood and Grill. I do. So uh, is that also an Italian place? It is. Tell me about that. What's different from Ariana's with that? We do a lot of more steaks and more seafood and more the whole fish because I have more time there. Less, less pasta. Less pasta, correct. Okay. A lot of seafood. Um, they used to be the old Bonanza. I mean, old Bonanza was known throughout the country, I would say. It used to be a buffet. Uh, yeah, vaguely, I think I'm old enough to remember Bonanza. Yes, you do, because I remember as well, Ron. But so. first, the first thing you said, I thought of the TV show. Oh, okay. <laughs> maybe that's where the TV show came from. Yeah, so. maybe so. 
But um, I took it over 20 years ago. I rebuilt it. I remodeled it. Mm -hmm. And it's been a blessing ever since. And is that also uh, a couple hundred seats? Or how big is that one? It's 225 seats. Okay, so both of these guys are about the same size. About the same size. Uh Uh Uh, It's an open kitchen. Mm -hmm. uh, So people can see what we do. Oh, that's always cool. How clean we are. So and people can see you're cooking the steaks. Oh, yes, they do. I and love that. I love to watch the, you know, personally, I like to watch the keep the And cooking. the comments, you know, that comes out through the kitchen, you know, what do we say? What do we do? So it's pretty cool, I would say. <laughs> BYOB also? BYOB as well, yes. Mm-hmm. Have you ever tried to get a liquor license for no. any of your restaurants? Uh, no, not at all. Okay, so it's not necessary. Not, not necessarily. Yeah. I do a lot of banquets because I have a special rooms at this place, at this particular location. Uh, we have three different rooms from 125 to 60 and 40. So I do a lot of banquets. So it would be a great place to have a, an event. An event, anything. Yeah. Uh, baby shower, broader shower, rehearsal dinner, bar mitzvah. I did it all. Mm-hmm. Lunch and funerals, you name it. Mm-hmm. And that's what we do. And that's the one that you're at. That's correct. More that's likely to see you. Correct. If the you one in the, uh, the, fountain, the fountain site. What's, let's give out the information on that, the phone number. That is on 537 Eastern Road, which is a Horsham, PA. I am on the southbound of 611, right below the Neville Base, the Willow Grove Neville Air Base. I'm literally a few blocks away from that. So, you know, I mean, even only one, owning one restaurant that's got 200, over 200 seats is going to be uh, 80 hours a week. How do you manage to run two of them? I do not know. It, it's the love and the passion that you have. There is no other way. If you don't have the love and the passion for what you do, you can never do it. Yeah, yeah. So that's what it takes. It takes love and passion. Mm-hmm. And obviously your customers make you feel the love and the passion because every single play that you put out has your name written on all over it. So... Absolutely, absolutely. And you must have a lot of employees. I do. Do they do. do they come back and forth sometimes? Back and forth, yeah. Okay, okay. Believe it or not, they work in both locations. Oh, I can believe that. <laughs> yeah, they. Whenever I need them, they they will come and help. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that's very cool. And what uh, what about the? Do you have like chefs in the? back? I do have chefs in the back. Of how, course. how does it work? Do you do you tell them you know show them we how prepare. you want it cooked, or do you let them have a little free play? I am, I'm very, very strict when it comes to my kitchen mm-hmm. um, because I do the specials, because I do the shopping, so I know what's coming in and the way I like to serve. Mm-hmm. So, but with my direction, of course, I let them, you know, come up with their own ideas, their own specials, mm-hmm. and that's what we give to our customers. Mm-hmm. What are some of your favorite dishes? Uh, we, used, we do a lot of fish. Mm-hmm. So I buy the bronzino, the orata, the red snappers. Everything is in season. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do a lot of crab. Um, we come up with some amazing, amazing dishes. We do a lot of tuna, uh, a lot of Alaskan king salmon. Mm-hmm. Um, we're known for, for the seafood. Mm-hmm. Throughout the area, I mean, even so, we are in the county, but we have people from Philly coming to us because that, the quality of the seafood that we serve. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Do you serve with the heads on or with the heads Absolutely. off? Absolutely. Because that's like a huge debate, right? It is it? a huge debate. Because a lot of Americans are no. finicky about that. They don't want to know that it was a fish, I guess. Correct. I think it tastes a lot better with the heads and tails on. It does because... Because it holds on to the juice, right? Absolutely. And then what I do, I will... And go to the table, and I will explain to the customer how to eat it. I don't fill air for them. I will show them how to eat it. Mm-hmm. And they will see the difference in between a fish that is prepared, a whole fish, 
and a fillet because you don't even know if it's been frozen, God knows how long. Yeah. You know, the freshness of the fish. And a lot of people take my advice and they do so. Mm-hmm. What about in Italy? Do they always have the heads and tails? Always. Yeah. Even the shrimp would never serve a shrimp with, without, the, without the shell. It's just not in our culture mm-hmm. because that's where the flavor is. It's on a head and a tail. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder why that is that Americans are so finicky about that. They don't know. They don't want to do the work, I guess. I mean, because that's what it is, pretty much. Yeah. It takes a little more time. You know, you got to eat slowly. you got to enjoy the food. Right, right, right. And, you know, your hands, maybe if you're dealing with the shrimp, you're going to get a little bit of the shell. But it's okay because we bring nice towels. We right. bring the clean water to the right. table. So right. anybody who's enjoying a good meal is going to prefer to have, absolutely. you know, have it presented the way you're doing it. Sunday night when I present the fish to a lady, she said, oh, my God, I didn't realize how to tell I said, dear, I said, will you listen to me? I said, I will show you how to eat it. She thanked me a million times before she left <laughs> because she said she never had a fish that tastes that good. Yeah, I'm telling you, I, I, you know, I totally agree. Absolutely. So it's, it's what you give it to your customers, and that's how they respond you back. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise I could have fillet, and I said I would have bought you a fillet of God knows what kind of fish. But at least that you know what you're getting. Right. If I said that was a bronzino, that was a bronzino. Right. right. So she was very happy. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's that? What's that uh, dish where you you tie the ropes around it? Uh, brajol. That's a brajol. Yeah, we yeah. run it as a special. Believe it or not, brajol. It's not an easy dish to make. No. Uh-uh. Absolutely. Is not. that lamb made? No, you can make it with lamb. You can make it with beef. Okay. I mean, but most of them is beef or pork. Right. Which it's like is a thin meat, belly. right? And then you roll it around? It's the London broil. Okay. That's the only part that you can make a brachot. Mm-hmm. If you get the London broil. So it's not a super expensive cut. It's not, but it's time consuming. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's very tough, just like brisket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can do it with brisket, actually. It's even better. Mm-hmm. You have to slow cook it? Very, very slow cook it. Mm-hmm. So brachot, it's, um, you know, some part of our region in Italy that they're known for their meeples, for their brachot. Because it's a ragu, it's a Sunday dinner. Mm-hmm. So, and sometimes, you know, near the holidays, I definitely do it. Mm-hmm. Do you have daily specials or is it more every like a, off the menu? Day. No, we have the normal base menu and every day we change the specials. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we go through pastas, seafood, steaks, chicken, you know, try to make a great combinations. That's fantastic. We know the neighbors, we know our people, so we should know what to present to them. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of desserts ourselves. We bake our own bread. Oh, you so, bake your own bread, too? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. In all the restaurants, cool. we do it. Yes. I like to get a nice hot bread. We never serve bread that's not hot. Never, ever, ever. You will have a piece of bread in my restaurant that has not been in the oven. Yeah. My experience is that if, if they bring out like a cold, stale piece of bread, you're probably not going to enjoy the meal. You know you're what I mean? You're not. Even though it's such a minor thing. No, it's the most major thing. Rob, if you think about it, the first thing that I bring you to the table is some bread and water, yeah. some butter, some extra virgin olive oil. Right. And you already know by the time you test that bread what kind of meal you're going to have. Yeah, pretty much. I would say so. Pretty much, yeah. We don't hesitate one second to bring out to the customers. We know what they like, mm-hmm. and that's what makes them happy. Mm-hmm. You know, even so, sometimes I cut on my own profit because... By eating bread, you won't order an appetizer or the dinner is too large. That is the point. A lot of restaurants, you, you need to ask. You need to ask for the bread. Correct. Which you but, probably like the same, right? But I don't like to, I don't like to be asked. Yeah. 
I want my customer to sit and feel comfortable. So you just bring the bread out. That's what separates us from everybody else. Yeah. It really does. And even water nowadays with the restaurants, you know. Because they want to sell the product. You got to ask for water. You got to ask for the bread. Nope. You got to catch their attention and, you know. To have a bottle of water. To have whatever, yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. It's not our case. Whatsoever. Yeah, people like to be, you know, pampered a little bit. They're they're going out for the evening. They're pay, they're spending a little bit more they're money. Spending a little more money, but you know what? They deserve it. I would like to be served exactly what I give to my people. Mm-hmm. That's what I say because I am a finicky person. Mm-hmm. When I go out, I would like to be taken care, mm-hmm. and that's what we give to our people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's a it's a tough job because everyone is different. Every person that comes in, you know, they come with their own problems. But you know what? I never, ever, ever had anyone, you know, to turn on me. If they had a bad day, by the time they leave, they walk out happy. They do. They do. What sets a, a Franco Federico restaurant apart from another great Italian restaurant? Personality, quality, cleanliness, and we do it with love. We do every single dish with love because it's us. My name is there mm-hmm. everywhere. That's what sets me apart from the rest. I'm not a chain. You're not a number. You're a customer. I know you're on the name base as to who you are when you come to my restaurant. Every single person. Thank God I have a gift of remembering people, names, what they like, how they like it cooked. And I'm told every single day. I recognize everybody that comes in. So so obviously you have a lot of regular customers, which is a very good sign. That's what makes that's what makes you. Yeah. That's what makes you we're not in the center of the city, we're in the suburbs. Yeah. If I don't have my regular customers, I will be in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. And they come because they feel special. Yeah. That's and amazing. That's, you know their all their names. I they do. Come in. I do. Absolutely do. Yeah. If for some reason as soon as they walk in, I recognize them when they were in last time, what they had, where they sat. And people are like, oh, my God, you have that memory. Yep, I do. That is, that's an incredible gift. It is a God's gift. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Because most people, like I said, they don't even know what you had or when and how. Or no, to remember names. I'm, I'm remember terrible names. at remembering people's names. I remember names. every single body that comes in. Wow. Yes. Now, if someone always orders the same thing, do you try to talk them into something? I try to something? switch them up. I do. I do. I do. <laughs> I remember I uh, years ago when my kids were little and we were visiting, uh, you know, in Alsace, the Alsace region. Uh-huh. And uh, my son was he would order the chicken every day. Every and I'm, day. Like, I'm like, you know, the chicken is great here, but there's a lot of other things on it that they can bring out bring for you. Out. Yeah. No, no, no. I want the chicken. It drove me crazy. Yeah. I do. I do. I, I try to switch them. I let them try different stuff. Sometimes I make dishes. I let them try. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah? Just oh, bring yeah, out like yeah. a, a, like a I taster make, portion? I make a few dishes and I do testing. Mm-hmm. You know, when I have a nice little crowd that I know that everybody's happy and sitting, mm-hmm. we come up with some different special that we're going to be serving maybe for the next couple of days, and I'll let them try. Mm-hmm. You know, just assemble. Mm-hmm. So, and they come back for it, for sure. Okay, here's a, here's a, uh, a, a pet peeve of mine. Do you serve uh, calamari just rings or do you serve no, tails? No, no, no. The heads and, of course, the tentacles and the rings. This is another red uh, red light for me. If they, if they only bring out the rings. Do you know they're frozen? Then you know they're frozen. They're, no, they're, frozen. they're already pre-made. No, no, no. We, we do our own fresh. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, we, like a special dish over found side, I have a special antipasto which is all the Italian cold cuts, mm-hmm. prosciutto, mortadella, soppressata, sausage, the roasted peppers. Those are things that we make. Mm-hmm. And we do the calamari, we do the shrimp, we do the stuffed mushroom, the crab imperial. 
the alligator. We serve alligator. I can't keep enough alligator on my menu, Rob. You serve uh, now. That I didn't know where you could get alligator around here. Now I know. That's in right. Both I restaurants? Started, yeah. No, only a found side. Okay. Okay. Because um, it, it's my my clutch for the for my menu. It's the fry alligator. Believe it or not, and I sell quite a bit of it. Huh? Yes. That's crazy. Extremely expensive. It is. It is over thirteen dollars a pound. Wow. I buy veal cheaper than thirteen dollars a pound. Right. But. It's know how to make it. That's what makes the alligator. You know, I've different. had alligator, but the only time I had it, it was um, it was jerky. No, no, I've no. Never we, had it in a traditional we, sense. We um, we marinate it over forty eight hours, and then it gets you know tenderized and gets breaded and fried. Wow! And we do a Louisiana uh, special sauce. And does the alligator have a unique flavor? It does. It's gamey. You yeah. can definitely tell that it's gamey mm-hmm. uh, meats. Mm-hmm. We also make snapper soup from scratch. Mm. Nobody makes it because it's a, such a long process. I mean, I hate to say it, but we buy the whole turtle. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes a long time to deshell it, to cook it, to prepare it. A good minestrone takes a long time, too. It does. But the snapper, it's the extreme to the time of you can possibly think. Because that's probably, is that tough? Well, not only tough, it takes time to pull all the meats. Because don't forget, turtle has a lot of bones. Mm. I mean, imagine pulling. I've never the, cleaned a turtle, so I don't oh know. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> absolutely. That's also very gamey. It's almost like an alligator. Yeah. I've had turtle soup. I had to love it. Yeah. yeah. So, and we'll serve it with a side of sherry, of course. Right. Of course. So, but that's what we're known for. How about desserts? You got desserts? All kinds of desserts. Tiramisu, the cannolis. We do the caramel flans. Uh, you know, a lot of made desserts. And some of them, I have a local bakery that makes me uh, quite a few desserts, actually which is called Nonos in Hadborough, Pennsylvania, which makes it fresh. Right down the road from me, I call them up and I say what I need, and here they are. What's the most uh, uh, sought-after dessert? I would say the tiramisu, mm-hmm. cannolis. Tiramisu is number one, of course. Do you make it with, uh, with rum? Or no, I make it all with uh, coffee liqueur and brandy. Coffee liqueur, okay. And brandy, right. yes. With the, with the, uh, the fingers? Lady fingers. Lady fingers, right, exactly. In, Ita- in Italian, they si chiamano um, the lady fingers. In English, they could be the soft uh, lady fingers. Uh, but the Italians, we use a very crispy lady fingers. Mm-hmm. So that's what we make the, mascar- the uh, tiramisu with. Mm-hmm. First time I ever had tiramisu was made with rum. It was in the, in the Bronx. In the Bronx, okay. Yeah. It was no. good. <laughs> well, a true tiramisu, believe it or not, we Americanized, of course. But in Italy, it's only made with mascarpone. Pure espresso, coffee liqueur, and a little bit of brandy. That is it. Mm-hmm. There's no... And actually, we use a spoon to spoon it out in a cup mm-hmm. because it's messy, because, you know, it's soaked. A lot of places don't have alcohol in the tiramisu. Um, I don't know why they don't, but, yeah. I mean, usually I tell my customers if they have kids at the table... Probably because it's cheaper well, <laughs> to make it without it. To make it without it, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, we're just wrapping, you know, this went really, really fast. I uh-huh. mean, we have like one minute left. What, what would you like to say uh, about your restaurant? What would you like uh, your customers to you know? You will never, ever be disappointed the minute that you walk in. This is what my restaurant is all about. It's pleasuring our people, make them feel at home, that they will never get the service that they get when they come to us. There you have it, folks. So you're going to have to go out and visit the Ariana's and the Fountainside Seafood and grill, and that's where you're going to see uh, Franco Federico. 
He'll uh, say hello to you. And uh, are you one of those guys that walks around the table? How's everything Always. going? Always, every single one of them. That's uh, why I know. That's important. That's the interaction that people want to know. You know, they want to hear from the owner that, that you care that they're having a good meal. I don't just wear a suit and a tie. I am in my uniform of working. Very good. Very good. It's important. Okay, well, thanks very much for being on the show today. It's a pleasure of mine. Thank you so much. Please come and visit us. Absolutely. Thank you. Once again, that's Ariana's and Fountainside Seafood and Grill. Thank and you, thanks a lot for listening to this week's Business Spotlight. We'll have uh, two new businesses next week. Thanks for listening.